This week's episode is brought to you by Johnny Steele and his new hit single, Power of the Night. pregnant or am i okay you're pretty good uh we're pretty good this is david day i'm your host with the most and across the room from me sits the host with not quite as much (laughs) bryce hansen (laughs) we got a great show for you today uh we're going to be reviewing an old classic uh critters you you guessed it mm. those teeny tiny little guys are coming from sector 17 mm-hmm. asteroid belt to straight to your heart and uh and we're going to talk about them but first you guys check out our website horrormovietalk.com you should check out the things that we do we do second saturday watch parties over on streamlounge.io so make an account over there and join in on the fun we post new episodes every single wednesday so, you know, subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends about the show, and if you'd like to call, give us a call at 682-253-4468, and you'll probably get on the show and, uh, you know, have a good time. Every episode of Horror Movie Talk goes a little something like this. We give our review and score for the movie, and uh, and then we kind of get into spoilers and spoil it for you. So, you know, if you haven't seen Critters yet... Um, I'm going to come out right now and say... I think the statute of limitations on spoilers is up for Critters, but I don't know. Yeah, this is 86, so about 34... No, 38 years old? Uh, oh, wait, no. 30, I don't, I don't want to actually years? do the math. Yeah, so some amount of time has passed. 36 years. <laughs> um, depending on when this airs, this could air in, right. even in 2023. Who, who even knows? Because we're bagging this episode ahead of time. Uh, later in this episode, uh, we will be doing a little game called Which Monster Wins, where I just pit some well-known horror movie monsters against each other, mm. and then we discuss. And you, mm. you can you can weigh in by calling in to that number, 682-253-4468. Did you have a bit you wanted to add to this, or was that not a thing? It's up to you. We- I've, I've got some videos picked out. We could do it. It was. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. And then, uh, and then, if we need some filler, then we can we can throw that in for sure too. Okay. Otherwise, you can save that for another time. Uh, so, as I said, we watched Critters from 1986, and we're taking on a nostalgia trip the likes of which only an 80s horror movie kid. Oh wait, <laughs> uh, which uh, the likes of which only an 80s horror movie can deliver. So. Uh, 
that now you know Only what the 80s kids understand. Now you know what to expect from horror movie talk. Just just let down on your zingers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here is the trailer. Of all the planets in the galaxy, they chose ours. They hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They light the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way, and they're hungry. They bite. It's got so so many little little tiny jibber jabber sounds going on in the trailer. Um, Critters can be found uh, streaming anywhere you rent movies. Uh, Critters is a fun and simple story about a slew of terrifying little. Krites and their escape from prison asteroid sector seven, 17. Uh, the bounty hunters hired to track them down and a small town in Kansas who has to endure their reign of terror. You know, Bryce, after summarizing it, it seems a little less simple, but somehow it works. <laughs> after the Krites crash land on Earth, the town comes under attack as the bounty hunters arrive, things are thrown into even more impressive disarray by the single-minded and determined bounty hunter crew. Will the critters take over Earth, or will the bounty hunters and Earthlings learn how to team up to defeat these tiny terrors? I'm guessing yes. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But surely we'll leave it open for a mm. sequel. Spoilers. Critters is a super fun and easygoing 80s creature feature with a ton going for it. It knows exactly what it is, which is a Star Wars slash E.T. the Extraterrestrial slash Gremlins slash Ghoulies homage slash tribute slash ripoff. Um, watching Critters now, I feel like I can hear the producers say. I mean, it's almost it doesn't seem fair to even have Ghoulies in there. <laughs> like it's. It's much better. It's so of much that. better. Yeah, it's but, like the, I don't think they were aspiring to be ghoulies in any way. It's yeah. It's well. It's, it's ghoulies was definitely aspiring to be critters. No, because ghoulies was two years prior. But still. But yes, yeah. But no, your <laughs> but point. Also your was. point does stand. Um, watching critters now, I feel like I can hear the producers saying. People want new stuff that references old stuff in a way that makes them remember the old stuff, but this new stuff has to be its own fun thing. And that's exactly what Critters is. And without shame or even too much in the way of fourth wall breaking winks, it's not going to blow you away or even make you feel scared. 
uh, but it's not really supposed to make you feel scared. It's supposed to be somewhat risque and fun uh, film for you to sit down with your youngsters on a Friday night and munch on some popcorn over. This is a PG-13 film, and in the eyes of a 10-year-old, it definitely earns it. It's got some decent violence and lots of frightening explosions. Uh, the critters themselves are some of the most unique and well-thought-out horror movie monsters that I can think of. Uh, there's Here's a list of notable traits among the Krites. They're highly mobile when rolling in a ball. Built, They have built-in range with poison Krite quills. They're always hungry and can eat anything. They can grow to chompa chompa. <laughs> well done. They can grow to massive proportions and they can seemingly reproduce limitlessly. It's hard to hate this movie because it has so much going for it in the way of nostalgia. It uses tons of practical effects and puppetry and has a tangent storyline involving bounty hunters that is fun in a way that I can't quite put my finger on. Uh, how did you like Critters and was this your first time with it? It's my first time watching it. Um, I know that the Red Letter Media guys did a whole episode on it, like a review, review oh, yeah? episode on it, and I was really intrigued, because they basically said it has, it's way better than it has any... Has any no right to be this right good. Right to be, yeah. No right. And it's, <laughs> I can I can look to this as a touchstone now, where it's like, any bad 80s movie, or... Any like full moon production, any like budget movie, you don't have an excuse. Is looking, is trying to do exactly this. Yeah, it's it's a fun ride. It's ridiculous. It takes itself seriously, and it's good enough to be an enjoyable. You know, it's weird. It's right up there, kind of with Tremors. Yeah, it's in that same slot. Right. Just like a good time. But this is like, yeah, it's 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 like the same um, kind of world as Tremors, except it adds on this, the wacky factor yeah. that only exists in like 80s yeah. movies. It's like this and like Chopping Mall are kind of mm. related to where it's like, it's definitely a bad movie. Yeah. This is a dumb movie and has a lot of laughable ideas in it but it executes well enough to where you're like this is still a movie though yeah like it still succeeds in being a storytelling device that has a beginning middle and end right and has a point yeah like short circuit yeah yeah and uh and so it works. And and now I think every, like, B-movie that I see, like, every movie that they review on Best of the Worst on Red, Red Letter Media is trying to be this movie. Yeah. It's like, they wish they had actors good enough to pull off these terrible lines. They wish, like, they had the production value and direction to pull off the limitations of what they're trying to do yeah. in a believable manner. Um, But they don't. <laughs> I can't think of a better example than this one. I can't think of another, like, B-movie sci-fi horror that's anywhere close to as good as this one. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, well, uh, yeah, Tremors is kind of that. Right. It's, um, 
Yeah, it's it's a rare thing. Yeah. It's because because it does manage to pull it off. It's like, oh, they did it. (laughs) The crazy bastards did it. And uh, and you do, you know, you do have a fun time with it. Right. And it's not terrible. It's not good. It's not bad, though. Right. And you could watch it again and again and again and again. Yeah. It's not laughable because they are doing bad. It's laughable because a lot of it's just stupid ideas. Right. But they they do it enough service to be like, okay, they they put some thought into this yeah. about how they could make this bad idea work, you know? Yeah. I'm looking up the budget. The budget on this was three million bucks, which is nothing, <laughs> you know, that's zero dollars. And uh, and it made 13, 13 million in the box office. Yeah. So. Uh, it did not do poorly, and in terms of these, you know, low budget, uh, mm-hmm. but still studio horror movies, that's that's one of the most impressive things with with budget movies is like seeing how they figure out how to work within the constraints in like creative ways, where it's like, yeah, we made a monster where we can just roll a ball of fur across the floor. And create terror. Yeah. What do people want? They want gremlins from 1984, two mm-hmm. years ago. Well, how'd they do that? Oh, they made... It's, it's actually kind of crazy. Like, yeah, each one... They made 12 puppets, and each one was... They made multiple versions of each puppet, and each one of those iterations cost $30,000, mm-hmm. and... Boy, well, we can't do that. What can we do? Well, I have this felting needle. <laughs> I have... This foam ball. Yeah. And uh, and we can shave our pubes. So... <laughs> I have tape. You know, it's like, let's do it. It's just moxie and, and uh, ball hair. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's a good time. Yeah, we've reviewed Gremlins. We've mm-hmm. reviewed Gremlins 2. We've reviewed Ghoulies in mm-hmm. a, uh, in a uh, not... Uh, aired episode that's available only on our Patreon. Uh, and our we've reviewed Child's reviews. Play, too. And Child's Play and so many others. Puppet Masters it all mm-hmm. are in this realm. And I would say this is um, a notch below Gremlins. Yeah. This is the as best far, one. As far as all the scurrying movies. Yeah. Where it's a featured like the Evil Dead scurry cam. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go Gremlins, Child's Play, Critters. Oh, ooh. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if I put Child's Play in there necessarily because it is so fucking dark and disturbing and not fun and rompy at yeah, all. But. Yeah, but. They're scurrying. Yeah, they're scurrying. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I'd put this right next to Child's Play in terms yeah. of just enjoyment yeah enjoyment and i rate it this this it gets a seven from me what do you think yeah I, I agree seven out of ten um not like it's not the best movie in the world no but it is as far as a bad movie this is a worth seeing let's i can i can easily recommend people see this i'm so glad you liked it i'm so glad oh yeah i mean it's how can you hate this movie well and then and then the other it's so many things right it's like it's like this intro to horror that's like 
proper. You know, it's like any 10 year old is going to be like, shit, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but also it's not too much for them necessarily. Like it could be a little much. They're in my toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bryce has a history with ghoulies that's. Mm Unhealthy, to say the least. It's got a lot of, a lot of clenched butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, 7 out of 10. Um, and that's that's from us as a whole. If you guys want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to nightchannels.com, surfing their shop, getting getting some shirts, putting them in your cart. And you know what? They, they have so many fabulous deep-cut prints for shirts and hoodies that you're going to find something you cannot live without. And when you do find that thing, inevitably, pop it in your cart, pop a couple other things in your cart, toss that code HMT uh, onto your your cart at checkout, and you'll get 13% off your whole order. And you know what? Night Channels has just been wonderful to us. They've been with us for a long, long time. They've been supporting the pod. So make sure you check them out. Just, just, you don't even have to buy anything first glance. Just give it the Night Channels challenge. Just surf around for a minute or two. See if there's not something that you can't live without. And, uh, I pretty much promise you, you'll be back. Um, also, you can check out our sponsor, shutter.com, baby. That's right. All the best streaming horror movies and shows over at Shudder.com. And again, that code HMT at checkout gets you 30 free days of a Shudder trial where you just get to sample Joe Bob Briggs and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, who knows what else. There's a bunch of originals and uh, exclusives over there at Shudder. And um, when you use that code HMT, that gets you that 30-day free trial instead of the stupid fucking seven-day free trial. If you'd also like to support our show, you can do so by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash talk. Yeah, we've added a lot of commercials to the show, and if you want to skip them, become a patron, and you can get early access to episodes as well as ad-free versions it's at been, a certain tier. It's been super popular. So many people have been signing up. Yeah. It's almost like they don't like the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be it, though. It's got to be some other explanation. No. They love us. Yeah. Um, so check us out over there on Patreon.com. And, you know, if you want to buy a shirt, you can do so at HorrorMovieTalk.com slash shop. It gets you access to a bunch of stickers, a bunch of shirts, a bunch of bullshit that you can buy. And all that money just goes straight into Bryce's penis enhancement mm. surgery. I wish. And, um, well, you know, it's a long save. It's a long save for a long dick. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. You know? You'd, I I mean... What if somebody wanted a penis enhancement surgery but just wanted length and not any girth? And so they just got a really long, skinny dick. I would be happy with that. You're saying like, you wouldn't be happy like with Like a it? Bic pen. Oh, like a Bic pen? <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe not. Not necessarily like, like a, a Bic pen, but, you know, like... Like my thumb, but really long. <laughs> eh, Your thumb would be all right. My thumb would be okay. I mean, and even that's pretty upsetting. Like, right. If you saw like an eight inch dick of that girth, you'd be like, oh, yeah. oh that looks like it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's not going to be filling in the right way. Right. Hmm. These commercials have taken up. And that's why we're t- now to Dustin. 
Dustin Goble. <laughs> Talking about dicks. The man with the Teflon dick um, for all that friction that he gets for fucking so hard. Um, it's made out of Teflon, and if you'd like him to create artwork with it, he'll do it. You just hire him to do a commission. You tell him, I need some octopus hentai done. And he'll draw it for you. He'll draw um, people in all sorts of weird poses. Um, yeah. Send him a picture of your worst enemy's mom mm-hmm. and just let him go to town. Yeah. You know? Bunch of real skinny dicks up in her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, call us 682-253-4468. Let's get into spoilers. I'm really looking forward to Dustin having to draw skinny dicks. I mean, we should just we should just pay for that. Ah, oh, we should just commission him. Like, hey, man, how much for who? Who would we? Who would be the subject? Who's our? Oh, we could get our name. We. Yeah, we could get one of the bigger horror podcasts, Ooh. and then just just have a, a commission, have them commission like a somebody who's bigger than us, and uh-huh. commission them to draw a real unflattering picture of them. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What should we do? I don't know. It's got to have just tentacled skinny dicks. Just an octopus with a thousand skinny dick arms. I feel like it. That's not nearly depraved enough. The act. The I action, mean, that's part of it. it. Them. He just draws them as a pedophile. So they're like at their window and they're looking out their window at kids and like rubbing their heads together. I'm so. Uh, I'm disassociating at this point. <laughs> I think we have to move on to Chris. That's 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 how you know I'm on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Our competitors are pedophiles. <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, critters. Um, so it starts the movie, dude. I love how this whole movie is like a. It's. It's like a. It's. It's like a montage. It's like a like a like a what, what do you call it when you put a bunch of stuff to. A, a collage. Mm-hmm. It's like a collage of a bunch of different concepts, mm-hmm. all just kind of pasted together. Mm-hmm. So it starts in space mm-hmm. at prison asteroid sector seventeen, mm-hmm. where there's supposedly a prison for, uh, you know, intergalactic mm-hmm. bad boys. Yeah, and they're transporting the critters to. This I mean, every sector has a prison, so. <laughs> right? Yeah, why would you need to differentiate? Just be like, the prison on the asteroid. What? Oh, they stay in one place? <laughs> like, Sector 17 has got to be moving, right? Uh, anyway. Don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, this is straight out of, like, some some 80s straight-to-video sci-fi adventures trying to rip off, like, Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica, yeah, stuff. Um, and I love how corny it is. Oh, it's so corny, and it's like, but it's well executed. Still, like yeah. the costumes are like, oh, that's and kinda... you realize like when you when you commit to it, sometimes it's okay to just be bad. Yeah, like the the line, <laughs> they're like, 
oh no, they escaped. Let's get the bounty hunters. And then they're telling the bounty hunters their job and like, and then you'll be able, you'll be able to use your shape-shifting features to, to camouflage <laughs> because you can do that. Yeah. And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, right. Yeah, what if the bounty hunters were like, I am so glad you told us this time. Yeah. <laughs> Last time, forgot all about our innate ability to shift form. <laughs> we just walked around with giant green heads. I forgot about my long, skinny dick that I used to fuck things with. Uh, so stuff like that, it's like, in a movie like this, it feels in place. Uh-huh. And it would feel out of place and the wrong way to to do it, like, to just use some terminology that is, like, sound sci-fi. Right. It's not just explicitly telling you, this is what it is and does. This is, here it is. (laughs) And, and these, these bounty hunters, they, they're like, it's, it's, it's interesting how they portray them because they're like these formless mm-hmm. like bipedal aliens mm-hmm. but in like a green screen mask uh-huh. you know yeah, yeah it's like they were like people don't know what a green screen is just leave them in that mask the it's 1986 uh-huh. who the fuck knows what that is but the transformation they go through to become mm-hmm. like when he sees the johnny Steele power of the night video right. and he's like I'm shape-shifting into that. And then he, like, they do this reverse melting animation. Mm-hmm. So they, like, show, they, they like built, you know, some uh, practical effect dummy and mm-hmm. then melted the layers off of it. Yeah. And then showed you that in reverse so that the layers were re-meltifying yeah. up onto him. That was so cool. Yeah. Like, that's when I was like, oh, okay. Right. I'm here. Right. We're, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. And the other one is like, ah, nothing wants to take. They get, it's like they give them a tick. Like uh-huh. you were talking about right. in the, uh, in the hatching afterpod where, about the Northmen, mm-hmm. where they give him a tick and it makes him a person suddenly. Mm-hmm. That's all he needed. He didn't need mm-hmm. anything else other than to know his shape shifting doesn't work right. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, that's, it works a lot better now. They're mm-hmm. not just. Yeah. It's so cool that they and and but the bounty hunters do so much more than just kind of add this tertiary storyline. What's so funny is you could just take them out of it and it wouldn't matter at you, all. Uh, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's so gr- This is the best part about the movie almost right. is like that they go to this extra added trouble. <laughs> to to be, because the movie could very easily just be. I mean, it's it must be like a fifth of the budget. Oh yeah, just to create all those spaceships and like the costumes and and like the special effects just for those bounty hunters. It's like they gave a shit. Yeah. It's like that's the extra fifth that they had to do to give a shit right. because the movie could have easily been just. Critters show up on Earth, terrorize a town, mm-hmm. then we kill it with fire or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? But it's not that. And this this added little storyline, this bounty hunter thing, this really works for me. Oh, oh whoops. Oh, geez. I let one slip. Oh, no. To rem- get so much hate for rem- that. Remind you what this show used to be. Just a bunch of big, big dirty, 
dirty raccoons, David. Um, so there is a bunch of familiar faces in this in this movie. Did you notice that this is the mom from E.T.? No, I didn't know. This is that. D. Wallace. Okay. Um, and then did you notice who the little boy was, her son, Brad? No. Really? He's the most noticeable one. He's the mo- he's the one I go, oh, that's that guy. He's he's I think he's from Band of Brothers. Um Scott Grimes. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the I one I'm re- like. I can't remember which one he was in Band of Brothers, but he was like the the ginger kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you got Billy Zane, who you probably did you notice Billy Zane? Don't do this, Derek. <laughs> Listen to your friend Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your friend Billy Zane. <laughs> you got Billy Zane in here as the boyfriend of the girl. The yeah, April. Uh, Nadine Vanderveld, and then you got M. Emmett Walsh. That was the most recognizable one to me. For sure, it's like, oh, the '80s sheriff, right? In every movie, from every '80s movie, right? Yeah. And he was the '80s sheriff in this right. movie. Um, and then, and then you got Lynn Shay, yeah, who has been old since 1986 when she got her starting critters <laughs> right probably much way 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 before that but she was it i mean she most notably most recently i should say she was in the grudge 2020 mm-hmm. you know she's like she's been in i know all the insidiouses or something like that i yeah. think probably i think they call them insidious insidious eye insidii um so yeah so tons of just memorable people who you will kind of like recognize from this and that um yeah and then i had this note sister the sister played by vanderveld who i'm in love with because she's probably very angry and distant (laughs) not accessible (laughs) she's not in she doesn't care whether you're there or not Uh and so instantly i'm like (sighs) yes yeah oh ooh, that lights something up inside me um yeah, so let's see here. So then we kind of get introduced to, you know, once once we establish that critters have escaped, they're crash landing in Kansas on Earth, um, there's bounty hunters after them, then we get introduced to the quaint small town, right? And you got your town drunk, um, mm-hmm. who also really likes to hang out with little Brad, for some reason, just, just jives with him, mm. you know? There's always got to be that guy in the well, 80s Well, I mean, he, he's, it sounds bad, but he's harmless because he's neurodivergent. Because he's drunk all yeah. the time. He's neurodivergent. Is he? I thought that's what they were going for. It did seem that way. Yeah. Do you know the second Critters movie is almost as wonderful as this one? Really? Isn't that the weirdest thing ever? I mean, it's not that weird. It's it feels like this is a little bit of a, like, lightning doesn't strike twice kind of mm. thing to me. I don't know. They opened it up to go a lot of different ways, you know. Did they get the original cast back for Critters 2? They got um, they got a lot of the the cast back, yeah. I believe. It'd be and great then, if it started out and, and the, the kid's mother died from infection, from her, from her critter wound. <laughs> and then... 
Chompa Chompa. Critters 3 is actually very notable because that's where Leonardo DiCaprio got his start. Oh, yeah? That's his first full feature-length, um, yeah, first feature-length film. Nice. Yeah, they got Scott Grimes back for uh, the second one, so Brad, the kid. And then they also got, um, yeah, the drunk uh, back um, as well. And they got Lynn Shea back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of the... Well, there you go. A lot of the notable cast. Anywho, um, yeah, at this point, it just... I don't know. Like, like, where do we go from here? It's just like, kind of like critters start doing crittery shit. Yeah. You know, you just walk around and chompa chompa. End of movie. It's very simple. It it is very very simple. It's not. Yeah, there's nothing of import that happens in terms of like twists and turns. It's like the bounty hunters are looking for them. There's a lot of like Terminator esque scenes with them. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of random killings with the critters before they make it to the family's house. And then it's just kind of a home invasion thing. And they're just rolling around and going. Chompa chompa. Until they shoot them. And one of the, there's a couple like fantastic moments. One of which is a laugh out loud. I'm wondering if you laughed at this moment. Okay. When... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the family like is running away from the critters and finally the the dad grabs a shotgun and the th- there's two critters running after him as they go in the towards like the the home's door and the in subtitles like the only time you hear oh yeah the critters speak to <laughs> yeah. each other in subtitles like oh they got a weapon now and then and then the other career says, like, disregard that or something. It's like, ah, who cares? And then immediately the one gets shot in the fucking face and explodes. And then the other critter in subtitles just goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the timing is perfect yeah. on it. It's like, mm, this, <laughs> this director knows what he's doing. This is why we need a camera. I've yeah. never seen you make that mm. face. Mm. Oh, that tastes so good. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun time. And there's some there's some moments like that and they there's some stuff in this movie that's just so perfectly creative. Like they didn't have to take so much time making these little guys like interesting. I mean, look at Ghoulies. They didn't they right. did not take the time to make them interesting. Like, uh, okay, let's gloop a bunch of latex together. Gloop it up. Uh, uh, get the gloop in cut, here. Cut the eye and mouth hole out. That's all we need. But these things are, like, uh, if you think about this in terms of, like, how a 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old would think about this, these things are a fucking nightmare. Like... <laughs> Like, I think about my little girl watching this, and I go, oh, man, she, she would get fucked in so many different ways uh-huh. in the head by this whole thing. Like, she'd be like, okay, so they roll at you in a ball? They're ma- they're basically just a big mouth. And they laugh and talk, so, like, they're smart. Yeah, I wonder if this movie made kids of our age just terrified of popples. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I think no one has said the word popples. <laughs> you know how you're like pretty certain you 
like at some point you're the person you're the only person who stepped in this spot in your house uh-huh. in like 30 years and uh-huh. you're like no one has put a foot in this way in this uh-huh. right no one has said the word popples on earth <laughs> For 30 years. For like, yeah, 30 years. Yeah. What's so this like for, for you? For you Gen Xers. You're like Buzz Gen, Aldrin. Gen Zs. Look at you. Uh, popples were a stuffed uh, animal that you could fold, you could invert into itself and make a little ball. Uh-huh. That's it. The end. And then you can just pop them out. And they're a little animal. Did you have popples? No, we weren't rich enough. I had, I had a popple. A popple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, I, my friends would all... And I think they had cartoons with them, too. I think that was, like, the other thing. You know, this is a, this is a, good, a good little segue. You know, speaking about the 80s and the 90s, there was a lot of, like... this. The, that time was, like, the, the boom for, like, a commercialized toy bullshit, right? You know, like, well, they cracked the code. Yeah, they're was, like, oh, we make a cartoon first, right? Or we make a cartoon for the toy. Like that's, I think, um, yeah, like He Man. They had the toy before they had the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, we'll do do a cartoon for it. Yeah, sure, something like that. Perfect. Transformers, probably same thing. Definitely. Yeah. Well, um, Transformers was like. On the forefront of that. So what was the thing that you always wanted but never got? And was it a frequent thing or did you get the thing? Were you the kid that got the thing? I, I'm i glad that my, my dad was, you know, frugal enough to not spoil us the way he probably could have. Mm. Our next door neighbor was that kid mm. that I didn't I didn't do much with him. He was younger. He was probably like three or four years younger than me. But I remember going over and the one thing that I was like envious of, like, God damn it. I didn't even know. It's those things. You know, those toys where you're like, I know that this toy exists and that it is purchasable. But you can't believe anyone actually owns it. Right. It's like the big version of the the, big version of Ghostbusters actual mansion house. Right. Yeah. Where you're like, what the fuck? The. The the uh what's- for for me that thing this kid had which was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles blimp. Ah, ah. Oh, okay. I was about to say the the Earth the the drone the the underground thing that oh, had like, Krang's lair. Yeah, the I'm sure he had that too. The Megadrone or whatever. Yeah, the Megadrone. Uh, but he had the blimp. Damn. Which is. Just the coolest thing, and you, it was—it's the thing that's the giant thing in the commercial. Right, you're like, that's the, that's the showstopper, and yeah. then everything else is like, yeah, but you're gonna get just this action figure, right? Like, yeah, and it's always gonna be like kind of the, the third version of it, not like the main showcase version. I I think the only Ninja Turtle toy I had was Donatello. Which is also already like... Oh, I had a ton of them. Which is already like... Who cares about that? Yeah. Um, in like a trench coat. Uh-huh. I had a ton of... I had a ton of Ninja Turtles. I think I had like 19. Yeah. Like different action figures of Ninja Turtles. The one big thing that I got was a Dino Riders T-Rex that mm. walked. Ooh. And I was like, holy God fuck. damn. 
Yeah, that was pretty amazing for me. Like, that made up a big difference in my, uh, you know, in all the abuse. I think I got I got a lot of pretty big Lego sets. I think that was my flex. See, so yes, so I was about to say, uh, I was about to say, hey, mom, I want a Lego set. Okay, here you go. Here's the twenty dollar Lego set, and you're like, I want the Millennium Falcon. Right. It's like. Damn. I mean, the $20 ones, like, they stack up pretty quickly, but you got to get, like, you got to drop, you know, the 70 to $100 to really get that, the thing that the kids really want. People are going to come at us because this has nothing to do with critters, but... I disagree. Um, you know what? It does. You know what? We grew up in the 80s. Yeah. So we know exactly what this time was all about. Yeah, and not this- only that, to tie it in... This movie had a ton of tie-in shit with E.T. Yeah. Um, like, a whole little mini segment where right. the critters are introducing themselves to the little E.T. stuffed doll. Mm-hmm. The fact that D. Wallace is in the movie. Um, and there is a moment where he rides the bike around at night. As soon as he gets on the bike at night, I'm like, this is fucking E.T. Like, you never see... You know, like, you never see a kid riding a bike through the woods mm. at night in mm-hmm. a movie, really. But this, it felt like super duper E.T. And I remember E.T. having... Man, I gotta watch E.T. again. I know, me too. It's a little too crushing for me. Why? Oh, just the story? Yeah, it's just rough. That is probably the best John Williams score. Wow. For For music. Like, that's... It's pretty hard to beat that one. And it's... Not the one you go to, but in terms of, like, actual, like, musical notability, mm-hmm. that one is one you can just play in concert. And you're like, yeah, you don't need the movie for this to be good. Mm. Anyways, Critters. So, yeah, I love the idea of, like, yeah, they're just saying, we're going to hop on this bandwagon of little creatures. So, right. gremlins, ghoulies, child's play, or whatever. Um. But they really made it their own. I, I just love the idea that it's a little ball. That's so simple. I know. You just don't, you don't have to worry about des- puppet puppet design for all this stuff. It's like... You just bowl it. You just bowl it. Just it's throw like, it from off screen. It's the evil version of Tribbles. <laughs> it is! Or Popples. I wonder if they use Tribbles. Man, if only we were the kind of show that, like, researched things. <laughs> no. Yeah, you go elsewhere for that. You don't pay for that. Um... And they were menacing. They were they were uh, evil looking. It was a pretty great design. It's basically just a like a jagged Pac Man, but it works. They got red eyes and big pointy fangs. It should be noted that Scott Grimes, uh, Brad, uh, the little kid, is obsessed with explosives, homemade explosives, right? Which is another piece of just great like Americana feeling. Uh-huh. Like, oh, we have a. Oh, we have a, a fucking pyrotechnic kid over right, here. Right. Like, he's and a pyro. The, par- the parents don't have no concern for it whatsoever. Not only do the parents not have any concern, there's no concern. The movie has no concern for right. it. The parents are like, hey, okay, that's enough of the firecrackers. We it gotta save a, those. It was a simple... <laughs> <laughs> we gotta portion those out. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a simpler time when you didn't have to read menace into this kid to know he's just a little boy who likes explosives. Right. Yeah. You, you get. I get the bomb squad called on me six times a week because I'm fucking around with nitroglycerin in my backyard. And my and my neighbors are like, he has way too much nitroglycerin in his backyard. This kid just gets to fuck around because it's the 80s. It's a simpler time. Do you actually have nitroglycerin in your backyard? Why do you believe that? And I know I'm concerned because it's apparently very believable. It's I mean, it's possible to make homemade nitroglycerin. Is it? Sure. Tune in next time to find out how you make homemade nitroglycerin. Haven't you seen a la, Fight, Fight Club? A la Critters. Oh, you just have to kill a person? Yeah, you just gotta render fat. Get the nitroglycerin, get the glycerin off of it, and then you add nitro. <laughs> and then you add nitro. <laughs> well, we have between the two of us, we have the first ingredient down pat. <laughs> and I don't need any of this. No, I don't. Either. I mean, I don't think it has to be human fat. Could just be. I like what rendered. you're doing with Meg upstairs. She's a little bit of a chonker. Chonky dog. Um, just, just, just kidding. The dog doesn't die in this one. Um, so yeah, Billy Zane gets it. He gets attacked. Uh, he gets. He, I love that they shoot. They also shoot little poison darts out of their back. Mm-hmm. It makes them just extra menacing for a ten-year-old. Um, and then you know the the kind of when it starts getting into a crescendo, you learn that. They also grow to incredible size, which is right. pretty cool, too, mm-hmm. and is much more a feature in uh, in number two. Um, yeah, so it, it, in the end, Brad ends up kind of saving the day by with his with his homemade mm-hmm. American explosives. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you, Brad. Right. Like he was the hero for yeah. doing that. But before that, this is the the tacked on ending where it's like, okay, this is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, this this was completely unwarranted and unneeded. The critters blow up the family's house, right? Just as they're flying away, they're like, "Fuck this! Fuck Beep. your house in particular." <laughs> <laughs> this is where a huge portion of the budget went. Like right. into number one explosions, but number two, that explosion. Right. If there's something that the Critters franchise is notable for, it is exploding things. Yeah. So yeah. So and then the the spaceship gets exploded. And then the the tacked on they could have just ended it. They could have just been like, Oh well that sucks. It blew up our house. I guess we gotta make an insurance settlement. Uh no. No. The, they got to put the like, cap on it. They were like, we need more cool stuff. So the bounty hunters give the kid a magical tool, which it's reconstructs a, the house. It's a garage door opener <laughs> <laughs> that that turns back time. <laughs> if I could find a way. Oh, that's definitely going to get a strike on YouTube. Yeah. That was dead on. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and... And so, yeah, they they press the time reverse in this specific area on these specific <laughs> pieces button, and then the house just rejiggers itself. It unblows itself. It, <laughs> <laughs> I, let me tell you, if I had one of those buttons, I'd press it all the time. <laughs> you want to unblow yourself? I well, so you got spit coming to your cock. If you get if you <laughs> look, you have to get blown to get unblown. 
That's true. Right? You have to be able to blow yourself to unblow yourself. Oh, wait. Uh, I need the reversal to the reversal button. Right. So you just want to blow yourself. The doer button. Well, or somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The way you looked off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nice. That would probably be better. Yeah. I mean, everyone says that they want to be able to blow themselves. That's a lot of work. Isn't isn't half of the benefit of a blowjob is that you don't have to do anything? Well, yeah. And not only that, I mean, have some dignity. <laughs> You're going to be sucking your dick all the time. I don't know. And like, that's, that's, that is a question. If you could suck your dick, would it get old? Danger ops, prangent sex. Will it hurt baby top of his head? Girlfriend ain't had periods since she got pre-gat. Did most of you women feel pregnant before find out? It has been a challenging mating season for bird person. <laughs> yeah, this is a fucking insane. Um, it, it's 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 a crazy movie. Uh, and and the weirdest part is no one at the end of this movie. Okay, so the house gets blown up. Everyone's like just bummed they don't say anything about it they're just like oh no and then the bounty hunter gives them the garage door opener that reverses time in this specific place mm-hmm. on these specific pieces and then they press it and they're just like eh, the okay. house comes back together from being exploded and no one says one word they're like, just like they share like a knowing look of like huh, those bounty hunters well let's get inside they were good guys after all Let's go in our house that just came undone and then redid. Can you imagine all this shit? Like you, aliens verified, Mm -hmm. bounty hunter aliens verified. House like your your boyfriend got darted in the neck and eaten alive. Mm -hmm. You you lost your house. Your house came back together miraculously, and then you're just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. another day. Now here in Kansas. All right, so we've got to get that carburetor installed. (laughs) Really want to get that done before dark. Notable things. Notable things for number two, if you're uh, excited about having just watched this movie. The alcoholic uh, handyman befriends the bounty hunters. That's notable. And then also, what's left over in the barn? Mm, Eggs. Critter eggs. And that plays a role in shocking the shocking sequel to critters um bryce who who would like this movie who would you recommend this to um if you like watching bad horror films this is kind of the movie that you're chasing after yeah like you should definitely watch it to see what can be done is that you you that's that's kind of me um there's enough there's enough enjoyment out of it, but there's enough to make fun of as well. Yeah. Um It's a lot of fun. But uh yeah, if you like any of the any of the eighties little creature movies, yeah, this is right up there, so go watch it. Am I pregnant? <laughs> Where did you watch it? I think it was, I think uh, at the time of this recording, which was in April, uh, I watched it, I bought it. I bought a whole copy of it on Amazon because it was only like five or six bucks instead of like half of that. I bought it on Vudu. 
And I don't know why I keep doing it. Because their playback is awful. Really? It pauses. It it buffers every, like, five minutes. It feels like I'm mm. in, like, the early 2000s. It's, it blows my fucking mind every time. Why do you do it? Why don't you do Amazon? Because... <sighs> you have a library in Voodoo that you're in. I have a library in. in Voodoo. The thing about Voodoo is... And I'm not even sure if this is true anymore, but... Like, Amazon, you can buy stuff, and if they lose the license to sell it, you can't watch it. No. Yeah. I bet that was a thing five years ago. I I mean, that's what I heard. Well, they might not do it on everything, but that's like a thing in their end-user contract. It's like you know they what? reserve the right to just not let you watch the movie that you bought. You know what? I wouldn't even know if it were true or if it that's wasn't. That's true. Like, how often do you rewatch movies? Yeah. It's like- but that's like one thing where I'm like, eh. Yeah, fair I, enough. I, I think Voodoo, it's like the thing is you do actually own it. But I think that's probably the case with, like, Apple as well. But, I don't know, places where you can buy movies where it's not, like, yeah, based on whether they have rights to sell it or stream it. Yeah. Know. But, yeah, it's awful. I don't recommend for watching. And it's always the older movies. I don't think I have a problem with, like, the new movies. <clears throat> and it might yeah, be just I, on my computer because, like, it, older movies, it's just awful. It probably has to do with their servers on older films that aren't queued so frequently Mm -hmm. getting lower priority servers like shittier tier servers because the new stuff everybody wants to watch so they put it on their sweet shit yeah um and with that let's get into our game Mm. for the for the episode which monster wins i have some sort of uh questionable lead intro let's see if let's see if this works for which monster wins my husband's been away on business for a while And I've been playing with a guy from work. His name is Victor. And Victor has a little fetish. He loves it when I'm subservient and when I call him master. So I am practicing to be his naughty little sex slave. And I have to ask him permission to do just about everything. Mm. Why, David? He really loves to tease me and get me wet. I thought this was a different clip. Maybe this is the one. It's <laughs> mm, fucking my dirty shit <laughs> Okay. Are we just finding excuses to play porn at this point? Yeah, really. Uh, really, I just really want to do our idea and uh, for a new podcast. And, and I'm just letting you know in the most subtle way I can. Oh, okay. Um, which monster wins? Little game. I'm just going to pit some monsters and, and that'll just create a talking point for us mm. to mm. determine which one wins. So which? Okay. Okay, this is we're gonna create a tiered system here, I, and I'm gonna alter this right now. So okay. we're gonna go critters versus ghoulies. Which one wins? Mm. By the way, the first ghoulies movie, hot piece of shit, mm. hot piece of shit, fun but shitty. Second ghoulies movie, much better, mm. almost critters, not quite, but pretty, pretty great. Um, I think, okay, so here's the thing. Critters, we're talking about, like, the actual critters in the movie Critters versus ghoulies in right. the movie Ghoulies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd say... Ghoulies are, like, basically kind of like demons that have been summoned from right. hell. Right, so I'm going to say ghoulies because they're magical. They're, they're used by a 
sorcerer who can wield them. I like I like the way you're going. Um, I was surprised. Critters. There's only eight of them. And yeah, but they can. Th- yeah, but they can reproduce limitlessly, seemingly. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. I mean, they have three eggs at the end. There was a ton of critters in this movie. An mm. absolute assload of critters. There no, weren't just only eight. eight. There weren't just eight. There were. Agree to disagree. Why? I don't know. I Why? Just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just want to. You're just you really know. horny right now. No. Just, I'm just unbuttoning you, and unzipping my pants. Jesus. Just thinking about sucking your own dick. <sighs> Got me so ready to. Um, yeah, and I think just the fact, I mean, magic kind of always trumps critters. Yeah, but if, okay, but if you're going off the actions of the ghoulies and ghoulies versus the actions of critters and critters, critters wins. If you're going off of, like, you know, the, the, their aggression mm. and, you know, just being like but an alpha so, predator. There's so many more ghoulies, too, even if they just, like, did a full... Like frontal attack, they would be overwhelmed. The critters would be overwhelmed. Wow. Okay, I can't believe you're saying this. I disagree. I say I say critters win it's just because they can apparently pilot a spaceship all the way to Earth. Like they're mm-hmm. intelligent. Mm-hmm. They they don't need to be summoned. They can summon them fucking selves because mm. they don't need no fucking man. Mm. Um. So I'm gonna say critters. Um. Now let's take the winner. Of that one for you and okay. pit it against gremlins. So for you, ghoulies versus gremlins. Ghoulies versus gremlins. Uh, I'm going to say gremlins on that one. What? What? Because they are infinitely reproducible, like in an instant. Yeah. And they're much bigger than ghoulies. Hmm. And, I'm, hmm. and they're much more wily. They are pretty than critters. They're funnier too. They're funnier too. So they like make more sense. They make they're better at strategy. I feel like mm. they're better at surprising and flanking. Uh So I feel like they'd be able to flank the sorcerer and take him from behinds. Take him from behinds. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. Say, so I'm now. I'm pitting uh, critters against gremlins. I, I feel like the critters have an inherent advantage uh, a lot in a lot of ways because because gremlins don't necessarily they just cause mischief. Mm. They're not like out to kill and eat. Critters are like an animal that just want to eat, 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 and they have like a ranged attack. And they can, they're highly mobile. Like, I feel like critters are just talking about food. Gizmo used that bow and arrow. Yeah, but he wasn't a gremlin. He was a mogwai. Get your your shit straight. But gremlins come from. So they have the capability. I'm saying they could fashion weapons. Hasn't been proven. If need be. Hasn't been proven. Um, Okay, here's here's another one Gremlins from Gremlins (laughs) 2. Uh huh. Versus critters. Oh, yeah, that's a lot tougher. That's an easy win for gremlins. Yeah, too. that's a tough. That's a tough. It's a at least a draw. They've got a bat gremlin. A bat gremlin. They've yeah. got an all electricity gremlin. <laughs> they've, they've got a a girl gremlin a that can whore. seduce them. Yeah, literally a whore. <laughs> a seduce them. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh man. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that girl gremlin was. Mmm, fuck my dirty shit Yeah, she's pretty. Don't do this, Derek. <laughs> Listen to your friend Billy Zane. Listen to your friend Billy. He's Zane. a cool dude. He's a cool dude. <laughs> okay, which monster wins, Bryce? Jaws versus the deep blue sea shark. See, the deep blue sea shark is supposed to be hyper intelligent. Hyper intelligent. But I feel like Jaws is pretty intelligent too. Uh huh. I mean, I think is I don't know. He got beat by a swarthy old sea captain. Well, no, I guess he ate no, the, he swarthy, ate the sea, swarthy sea captain. But he got beat by a police officer. But a lot of people get beat by police officers. Yeah, you know. Hmm. Um. But it takes Samuel. Out I of feel like Deep Lucy just because they sell it as super smart and faster. I feel like yeah, Deep Lucy yeah, shark it, is faster. It felt like he was modified in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. That oh, that that I, I'm sad that that one was so easy to put to bed. Yeah, but Jaws is like kind of. I mean, he's got a whole line. Yeah, a heritage of Jaws's. A heritage of Jaws's. I think it was Jaws four. Oh dear, where the Jaws that got exploded in Jaws one came back for revenge. What? <laughs> yeah, my friend was telling me about that in kindergarten. <laughs> Literally, uh-huh. and it was the scariest moment of my life. Mm. I remember just being like, "They can come back." No, no, it's impossible. No. <laughs> so have you? Have you seen all the jobs? No, I haven't. Have you? Which ones? Have I have you only seen? seen one. Oh, we have you to... seen any sequels? No. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, the Mummy versus Dracula. Got some old bangers here. What do you? Th- what do you think? I mean, what can the Mummy do? I've never actually watched the Mummy. It's always been unclear to me. Isn't what it I'm, just like you're worried about? Just a guy and it's just a zombie, right? Up. It's just yeah. one zombie, and it doesn't. Even, its mouth is wrapped up, right? Yeah, but Since he's real strong. Okay, and he's wiry. <laughs> Got that wiry strength. Come at you. That weird strength. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they used to call it something else. Yeah. <laughs> Some other kind of strength. Uh, I'm gonna say Dracula. He can shapeshift. Yeah. He could seduce the mummy. You know, they both seem to be unkillable-ish. Mm. You know, I don't see mummy coming at him Well, I feel stake. like any any ways that you can kill Dracula, the mummy doesn't have the intelligence to understand or figure it out. I think the mummy's not unintelligent. Is the, is the mummy dumb? Is the mummy a dummy? I mean, don't they take the people's brains through their noses when they mummify him? He's dummy thick, that's for sure. <laughs> Mummy thick. <laughs> so what do you say? What say you? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, they're both basically like, they're both basically unkillable. I mean, Drac- the only difference is Dracula has a definite Achilles heel, right? Yeah, you can stab him in the heart with a stake. Right, but. Think silver bullet and kill him, kind maybe? Unclear as to what that Achilles heel is for the mummy. So maybe the mummy, just by virtue of the fact that. Moisture, he- I guess. <laughs> Moisture and <Mold>. time. <laughs> Oh no, black mold. <laughs> okay, well, with that, I gonna I'll get I'll go give it with Dracula. Uh-huh. If, if mold can be your undoing, then. <laughs> just throw it. He's like the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, oh no, I'm melting. Ah. Who would have a little girl like you? Uh, yada yada yada. Um, okay, Dracula, we got it. <clears throat> By the way, if if any of you, you know. Disagree? Please call us 682-253-4468. Let us know which 
you think wins between the between Toby from Paranormal Activity versus the Blair Witch Witch. Oh, sorry, I was I was spacing out. You're somewhere else. I was I was honestly I was thinking, could I repeat the number for the podcast from memory? And I was like, "What?" I went into another place. <laughs> what are you? You talking? know that, that meme where it's like the equation, the lady with the equations <laughs> around her head. It's like, what do you mean the number from the podcast? Yeah, the phone number. Oh, that you just said. Yeah, six eight two two five three four four six eight. I'm I'm so bad with numbers. I, I honestly, I would have started with two eight six. Wow. Yeah, you have some sort of weird. Yeah, it's it's like um, it's like it's very like dyslexia. I've watched you right. with it before, and it's it's literally like mixing up the right numbers in t- the wrong right formation. It's crazy. Yeah, it is weird. I can't I can't retain numbers in my head. Yeah, ever. You got that weird memory. <laughs> uh, so, which do you think? Did, have you watched the Shane Gillis special oh, yet? God damn it! I won't do anything you tell me to. There's Fuck another you. one every time. Every week, there's like a bit in that special where it's timely for what we're reviewing. Mm. I'm like, oh, god damn it! Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Uh, Toby from Paranormal Activity. Okay, sorry. Or the witch uh, from Blair uh, Witch. Toby. I don't know. It's, this was my. This is the one I'm most proud of pairing up against each other because I feel like they're the perfect counters to each other. You know, like yeah, it, I guess Toby doesn't kill anyone. It takes a witch to. Oh wait, yeah, it does. It takes like a coven of witches to like bring about Toby and control him and stuff, right? Yeah. So maybe the does Blair. it though. Well, yeah, kind of, yeah. Once you get into three and four, yes. Yeah, it's like retconned. What? Well, I'll say, I'll say Toby because he comes at you where you live. You know, you got to go to Blair Witch for it to be a problem. Like, so Blair Witch has to come live in Toby's house first. No, for this situation to exist, Toby's house. Oh, this is Toby's house. Kunta Kinte. Um, I don't think that's a quote. Your name uh, is Toby. Say it. No, I'm Kunta Kinte. Okay. It's from Roots. I know it's from Roots, okay, but well. this, he, there's no point in Roots where it says, hey, this is Toby's house. Toby's house. <laughs> um, no, because, like, Toby is haunting the house, or, no, I don't know. No, he's haunting the he's person. He's haunting the person. Yeah. The family, really. Right. So... So the, no, Toby I, has to be haunting the Blair Witch then. Yeah, if he was for it to haunting. Be a pair up. Yeah, if he was haunting the Blair Witch, could she vanquish? I him? don't know. Aren't they both like in cahoots? Because the wit- Blair Witch got to be fucking the devil. That's a good point. We're calling a draw. You're calling a draw yeah. because Toby it's is too a evenly demon. matched. I did too good a job. Like they would start fighting, and then and then Satan would come. I was like, hey guys, that guy, guys, guys, what are we? We're all on the same team here. Be like, oh, sorry, yeah. boss. Sorry, boss. Okay, next. Uh, that's a draw. The that's the the ring girl from the ring, uh, Sadako. S- Sudoku. <laughs> no, I think Sadako. Sadako. Um, versus the wailing demon from Japan, <laughs> which I believe is named Wordle. Uh, um, what? Sudoku. Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can the wailing demon from Japan do Sudoku? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. 
Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say, oh, I got it. I got the okay. way you think about this. You need a TV. Yeah, because the whaling demon has to watch. He had no TV. Tape. He he had no TV. So he ipso facto wins mm. just by being based. You know, mm-hmm. just be, being like, uh, you know, not I don't watch TV pilled. Yeah, he's, he runs across the VHS and he's like, oh, this isn't a photo of a victim. So who cares? And he throws it in the trash. Wow. wow, I did a, such a good job doing these pairings. Yeah, it was good. This is good. It's good. Well, uh, I think I think we saved that bit for another show. Okay. I think that's what we do. All right. Yeah. But you know what we don't save our unending thanks for and uh, for our fans and the support that you give us. We get, appreciate you guys a whole lot. And uh, and you know. We enjoy putting on this free show every week for you guys and appreciate it um, when we hear from you. So please reach out to us. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, and, you know, and that number is 286-452-2274. It's actually 682-253-4468. So, so close. Yeah. <laughs> So give us a call. Let us know how close you think Bryce is. We love you. All right. Oops, my finger slipped. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hello and welcome. Goodbye from Horror Movie Talk. (laughs) An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Bradley Wood. He had no face! Horror! Sabrina, don't just stare at it, eat it. New theatrical releases always get priority. But we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Don't do this, Derek. Listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's a cool dude. He's trying to help you out. Oh, yeah. That's a walk-off challenge, my friend.